Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 102. Well, the Red Sox did win a series today, but we are kind of a bit down, down today just for the fact that the Bruins, their season is over. Yeah, yeah, they had three games to one lead. Yeah, just decided, you know what, Florida, you, you, you can have it. We don't really need to be the become like basically kind of like the 96 Bulls on the way for the NHL. We we don't need to wait, actually win the title. I don't know. Yeah, still, I still believe black and gold, but still at this time, this really does stink. All right. But anyway, we're here to talk baseball. Red Sox, they do take care of business. As I said, they win a series against a tough Cleveland Guardians team and take two out three from them this weekend. Yeah, so pretty good. Exciting times, too. Some walk-offs, some... Big pitching performances, a couple of home runs, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. Bleeding fingernails, too. That's another thing. We'll get into that, too. Um, A little bit worried about your closer, too. And, um, yeah, Chris Sale bouncing back after um the Baltimore game. So, yeah. All right. But, unfortunately, for game one, unfortunately, Red Sox, they just got off to a really bad start. Pavetta just did not have his stuff. Um, although Jaron Durant did have a uh, pretty nice night hitting wise, Red Sox just didn't get anything done and or couldn't like get get the win. They fall five and two to the Cleveland Guardians in Game One. They're thirteen and fourteen at this point. Beaver gets the win. Pavetta gets the loss, and then Emmanuel Classe gets the save. All right. We should do that more. Yeah, do the whole win loss and if anybody has save. All right. Scoring summary. All right, here we go. So on the bo- top of the first inning, the Guardians, they get on the board first as uh, Josh Naylor. He hits a sack fly into left field to score uh, uh, Stephen Kwan to make it a uh, 1-0 Guardians. Then 2-0 Guardians as uh, Josh Bell. He doubles in the left field to score uh, Jose Ramirez. Top of the second, Miles Straw. He singles into right field to score um, Will Brennan. To make it three nothing, Guardians. But then, top, bottom of the second, uh, Kike Hernandez he singles in the left field to score uh, Tristan Casas, but the Guardians still lead at this point three to one. All right, top of the fourth though, Mike Mo- or Mike Messina or uh, Mike Messina or Mike Messino. I'm I'm blank. Messino, yeah, Mike Messino homered. In the left center field to make it four to one. You know what he looks like? He really looks like Eric Hubbs. He does from Barcelona's the Yankee Potter. He really does. I now hate him now. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> All right. Four to one Guardians at this point after the Mike Messino home run. You know, I'm just gonna call him that. I don't care. I I'm I know I'm pretty sure I'm right, Mike Messino. All right. And then bottom of the fifth, though. Um, but then bottom of the fifth. Alex Verdugo, he hits a sack ground out to um, first baseman Josh Naylor. That basically, he basically just throws it to uh, Shane Beaver. But it does score a run. Kike Hernandez, he scores to make it 4-2 to two Guardians. But then the Guardians uh, hit put a insurance run on the board in the top of the ninth inning. As well, Brennan, he homers into right field to make it 5-2 to two Guardians. That's where your final score would stand. All right. Pavetta's outing. I mean, just he just did not look like he had his stuff. I mean, seriously, he he is really starting to get worse. 
Like, that's what I feel like the projected stats so far. Since joining the Red Sox, his stats have gotten worse. Yeah. Basically started, like, last year. Yeah, really. Yeah, five innings, four runs on five hits. He did walk two. Okay. Punched out five. But still, I mean, yeah. Really, seriously, I feel like he has kind of been one of our not-too-great starters so far this year. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Nikki Smooches, what are you doing to me? Yeah. What are you doing to me? All right. Other news of the business of the game? All right, so um, Jaron Duran, three for four. So he's been hitting it lately. Yeah, so had a pretty career night. Three hits in this game. Yeah, for yeah, for the most part. Kike did have two. Yeah, so yeah. So pretty good. Awesome. At least for that. Yeah. So yeah, he's like four has a four hundred and thirty-six batting average right now. I mean, he's starting to figure it out. And his feeling's been good as of late. Yeah. Let's see, see uh this wood. Yeah, I don't know. Knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. I'm trying to say yeah, knock on wood, just because yeah, yeah. I was about to say if I say that, he's probably gonna yeah, start sucking now. Yeah. Really. But so right now, good for Jaron Duran. That was probably the real only like real offensive um, player in this game, kind of deal. At least Kike, maybe as I should say, he Kike did have uh, two hits in this game. Yeah, he's starting to figure it out now again. Yeah, and Arroyo, I think. Well, Arroyo did not get in this game. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Yeah, Arroyo didn't play today in this game. So yeah, so yeah, but we'll talk about him too a little bit too. So yeah. I couldn't really listen to the game because apparently in the top of the first or so, um, I kind of went to my lunch break and stuff like that. I kind of went to um, the local like uh, Casey's that's at Hudson and stuff like that. So I decided, you know, it's a nice day, nice evening. I'm going to walk there. And apparently when I went out of the building to go walk over there to grab my lunch, yeah, it died. Yeah, yeah, like the radio broadcast died and never came back. Yeah, she never freaking came back. None of the radio broadcast came back. So, yeah. I tried to listen to the Bruins game six. I mean, but that was, yeah, we were getting broadcast, but it was just acting a little bit weird, especially when you turn off your phone and basically like kind of like, or just shut the screen off and stuff like that. It like basically kills the feed, which really stinks. That was, because if, not saying that game would have been fun listening to either because I kind of heard that was kind of, But, yeah, I mean, anyway, I mean, we so we just listened to podcasts the rest of the night while we worked. But, yeah. Darn. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, just nothing else going on in this game. I mean, Pavetta just needs to pitch better. And add a way for uh, Jaron Durant, just keep on hitting and keep on, uh, yeah, being good. Yeah. Seriously, I like this new uh, 2023 uh, Jaron Durant. I like him. Yeah. He's starting to make us all feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, game two of the series. All right. So, um, Red Sox, they do uh, build up an early lead. Uh, Bayo, he keeps on uh, um, pitching pretty good, although he was dealing with, like, a bleeding uh, fingernail. Um, Brazier in the bullpen, and sadly, Kenley Jansen came in and kind of screwed things up in the ninth inning. Mostly Brazier, though. Mostly Brazier, because, seriously, you did not have to bring Jansen in if, yeah. But then Guardians do get a run in the 10th inning, but then Red Sox walked it off as, as I said, they came back and tied it up in the 10th inning, and guess who? Walked it off again. 
Old Verdugo as the Red Sox walked it off and win in 10 innings, 8-7. Yeah, Doogie just keeps on proving he deserves that extension. All right. So the Red Sox are back at four or a 500 with a 14-14 record. Uh, Bernardino gets the win, and Emmanuel Clause gets the loss. All right. Let's see summary. All right, here we go. Okay, load, please. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So to begin with the bottom of the first inning, Rafael Devers, he gets on the board as he hits a three-run home run into right field to make it, to score himself, Alex Verdugo, and Masataki Yoshida to make it 3 nothing Red Sox lead at this point. Top of the second, though, Josh Bell, he hits a, a home run in the set or in the center field to make it three to one, but Red Sox lead at this point. Um, bomb the fourth, though, Emmanuel Valdez, he doubles on a line drive into a left field to score a Ramal Tapia to make it four to one Red Sox. All right, out of way, Valdez, your first RBI, first career RBI, I believe. Yay. All right, congrats to you. All right, and then Christian Arroyo, he singles into center field to score uh, Emmanuel Valdez. 5-1 to one Red Sox. Bomb the six. Uh, Connor Wong, he steals second base, but then score, and then Christian Royal scores on basically a throwing error by um, Mike, Mazz- or Mike Massino to uh, basically make it 6-1 to one Red Sox. Yay. Bomb the seven. This is kind of where the Guardians start rallying. Um, Andres uh, Jimenez, he homers into a right field to make it 6-2. to two. Red Sox lead. And then Josh Naylor, he hits a bases clearing double into right field to score uh Miles Straw, Stephen Kwong, and Jose Ramirez. Six to five Red Sox lead at this point. Then the ninth Jansen, he had his troubles too, but eventually did get out of it. But not without giving up a run as Jose Ramirez, he singles in the center field to score uh Miles Straw, make tied up six six. All right, top of the six, Mike Messino, he singles into a left field to score Gabriel Arreyes, make it seven to six, Guardians. Hold your horses, folks. Bottom of the 10th inning, Christian Royal, he keeps on rolling as he singles in the center field to score Emmanuel Valdez, tied game, seven, seven. And then Alex Verdugo, he singles in the left field to score Christian Arroyo to make it to win it eight to seven. That's where your final score would stand. All right. Let's see. All right. We need to go show notes. All right. So the walk-off by Verdugo. Yeah. It's just like, just keeps on proving like Verdugo just keeps on proving. Like he is that guy that come up in big moments like this. And he has come up in big moments. You feel like he's going to win this right here and get it done. And he did, like two times. He walked it off against the Twins, and he uh, walked it off against the Guardians in this game. Yeah. Yeah, and here's a nice little stat that um, I believe Tyler Milligan of the Name Redacted Podcast, he said on Twitter, it looked like in this game every Red Sox hitter had a base hit. So, yeah. So, pretty good. That's kind of a nice little stat to have for the day. All right. Yeah. Three for four from a Royal and Wong. Yeah, I mean, they had a pretty good day, too. Yeah, Arroyo's starting to pick it up a bit. Yeah, he had like a kind of like a buck something or kind of like the, around the Mendoza line, kind of like bang average, too. But now he's starting to pick it up. All right. 
Still a 226, so it's a below average, but still, I mean, he's starting to hit a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty good. So, yeah. I was kind of hoping in the Nesson broadcast again, uh, Vertugo would curse again. <laughs> Please let it go fucking fair. <laughs> oh, man, I know. I think I, I think they yeah, after the last time, I feel like, no, don't do it again. But that would have been, yeah, I tweeted that too. I thought, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Bayo's outing and the bleeding fingernail that we were talking about. All right, Bayo, he didn't have that bad of an outing. Yeah, not at all. Pretty bad. Better, maybe his best of the year so far. Only gave up a run on five hits and walked two, punched out or uh, punched out six, and uh, only gave up a home run. Which, by the way, we forgot about to talk about this too. Um, I think it was Friday. We forgot to talk about this on Friday. So it looks like apparently Garrett Whitlock has been sent down to the IL, fifteen day IL, and it looks like it's a right shoulder. You'll sir, yoner or yoner meniscus, which is I feel like it's not good. So yeah, so you did hear Bayo got sent down or optioned down, but now they brought it back up again. So yeah, he's going to be taking a Whitlock spot. So that's why he pitched today instead of um Whitlock. Yeah. I really hope they don't turn Whitlock into uh Daniel Bard with the, when he was with the Red Sox. Really good with. Reliever, but we thought, oh, you know what? Since you're that good of a reliever, let's make you a starting pitcher. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That would stink so much. I was listening to um, the Gombers. They were talking about this, too, just before we started recording. Um, They are talking about, like, that's like throwing gold away into a river. Yeah, really. It's just if they do it this way and they really make Whitlock into the next Daniel Bard. Don't ruin this poor man's career, seriously. Just don't but whatever yeah but yeah bayo had a pretty good outing which by the way we for so it wasn't without some a uh, little bit of um medical controversy so apparently his uh fingernail his pitching fingernail was bleeding one of his fingernails was bleeding and they had to go back out there uh, multiple times i think before even like pitched into the sixth inning or so like they before they uh brought or when they brought him out, it looked like he uh like yeah they were trying to see like it was kind of like getting a little bad. Hopefully that doesn't turn out to be anything, but it just looks like what what are we talking about? I was kind of dozing watching the game, but dozing too because we played baseball or uh, I coached baseball for Norman Community, and we had a game that day with doubleheader, a non-conference doubleheader, and I got back home. I just just plopped on the couch and basically just watched the game and just. Yeah, so I was trying to fall a little bit long too, but yeah, yeah. Bleeding fingernail. I thought, what are we talking about? This bleeding fingernail. I thought, oh no, not another person down. Hopefully, it doesn't turn out to be anything. Now let's get into our uh, Ryan Brazier. Why Ryan Brazier needs to be released? Rant. Hmm. I don't know. Well, so apparently, um, so well, we did get the news today that Chris Martin looks like he's going to be back with the team, but the corresponding move is it looking like Caleb Wart is going to be uh, DFA'd. Well, at least Caleb Wart's being gone. Yeah, really, seriously. I think, hold on, let's look at the roster. We could be totally wrong. I did see something from uh, Tyler Milk, and he did say that uh, it looked like Ort was um, on his way out. Yes, it looks like Ort has been, at least on the active man, been 
like go oh no 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 i think he has um he it looks like they hold on did they actually dfa him or they just send him down to worcester hold on uh, no they just sent him down to worcester never mind okay yeah all right so he isn't totally gone yes <laughs> He isn't totally gone. They're just sending him down to Worcester to figure it out, which he should. Yes. Which he should. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah. Ryan Brazier. This is why I feel like the people say, well, his stats look good. If you Well, here's the thing. He, I feel like when we have a big lead like this, especially with the Minnesota Twins game, too, we had a huge eight-run lead and decided, you know what? I'm just going to give up a couple of runs, too. Luckily, they he, they got out of it. But in this game, this could have cost us two. Especially since you were, like, like not that close to the end of the game. You didn't have, like, a game-ending, like, play like that. Just This shows, once again, to America, you can stink so much or suck so much at your job, and you will not be punished. You will not legitimately be punished. And this is why I feel like Ryan Brazier should, like, be so for, for some people – People should like Brian Brazier, the ones who did not. Yeah, seriously, just, just so stupid. I just under understand. Yes, I do realize he is a 2018 comrade, but at the same time, since then he has not been good, and we kind of need to part ways with him because there are arms in our farm system right now, good arms that we could bring up and have try out and pitch, just or or that are better than Ryan Brazier right now. Just just really makes me so mad that we still keep on to this dude. I don't know why. I mean, seriously, the whole fan base wants him gone. <laughs> so I'm gone. And it just. That's why I feel like that will be the weakest link of our bullpen. Guys like Ryan Brazier and Caleb Ward. Everybody else is doing good. Although Kenley kind of had a little bit of a. Like he kind of didn't like holding on to. He really like when he came off the mound in yesterday or yesterday's game. He looked like he kind of like was a little bit limping. I thought hopefully these are just back problems. Too. That's that's why I mean they, he wasn't available today, but it looked like he might be backs or like be um available this series upcoming series of the Blue Jays possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I was about to say knowing the Blue Jays and knowing how they want to hit us around, he might not be. Yeah, he might not be around for those games. Because, yeah, we, yeah, when the lead is, like, ballooned to, like, almost, like, 10 or more runs, I mean, seriously, why would you need to bring in Jansen at this point? Yes, seriously, give him a day. Yeah, give him a series off. Yeah. Anyway. But I'm not saying this, too. I'm just hoping that it's just a sore back and stuff like that, and hopefully he'll be back in nothing. Because we do not need our closer going down. We do not need our closer going down. Seriously, that's the one person I will literally, literally have a legitimate stroke if he goes down. Please do not let him go down. Please just let this just be a sore back. Yeah. But good, well, at least good, we came back and walked it off. That's a good thing. But yeah, pretty good. All right, how much time I got? Can I go over, um, yeah, we got time. We can go over, um, Sunday score. All right. All right. <sighs> All right, game three of this series, Sunday or Sunday afternoon. 
So the Red Sox, they basically come out swinging. Chris Seal has a bounce back outing. Um, not a lot of strikeouts, though, but basically just enough to just get through the day. He pitches through seven innings and leads to a standing ovation, and the Red Sox just keep on hitting, too. They just keep on proving Connor Wong has a home run. Verdugo gets a home run, too, and the Red Sox win the series and this game 7-2-1. They are a game above 515-14. Your winning pitcher is Chris Sale, and your losing pitcher is Logan Allen, or Logan T. Allen, I should say. All right. Let's go over the summary. All right. Scoring summary. All right. So nothing going on until the bottom of the fifth inning. That's where the Red Sox strike. Um, Alex Verdugo, he singles in the left field to score um, Connor Wong and Jaron Duran. Two nothing Red Sox lead at this point. Yeah. All right. And then um, let's see. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to think here. All right. Bottom of the, but then top of the sixth, though, uh, the Guardians do get two within a run as Ahmed Rosario, he singles into right field to score uh, Stephen Kwam. Two to one, Red Sox lead at this point. All right. Then the bottom of the sixth inning, Connor Wong, he homers into uh, left field over the monster, a two-run home run, the score himself, and Christian Arroyo. Four to one, Red Sox. Bottom of the seventh, Alex Verdugo, he gets into the home run column as he hits a solo home run to make it five to one, Red Sox. Hits one into right field. Then a basis or then a two run double by Christian Royal. He's been hitting it lately as he hits one into left field to score. Um, I'm trying to think Ra- or uh, Rafael Devers and Masataki Yoshida to make it seven to one. That's where your final score would stand. All right, all right, so pretty good. So Chris Seals outing, so a really good bounce back outing. Yeah, he only gave up three hits, he did give up a run, but yeah, I mean. Punched out five. I mean, that's not bad. He didn't walk anybody either. Heck, nobody walked anybody from our bullpen. Nobody looking at it. Right away. Yeah, no walks given up. That's what I like. All right. Pretty good. Yeah. So awesome. So pretty good. Yeah, Schreiber came in. Blyer. Yeah, you were kind of worried about Blyer. He's been struggling lately. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, it's not really starting to pan out for him. But Bernardino basically shuts down the doors. So pretty good. So, yeah, so awesome. What a way to, like, yeah, I hope it – yeah, that's why I mean. That's why we need Chris Sale to succeed. And I'm very glad, at least for that outing, that he basically, like, came in and shoved. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, I love how everybody gave him a standing ovation, too, after he, like, uh, left the mound. Or left the mound in, like, the top of the seventh inning. So, yeah. Very good for him. <sighs> All right, so Alex Verdugo and um, Connor Wong have a day, so pretty much, yeah. So, oh, and also, um, Masataki Yoshida, he keeps his history going to 10 games, so pretty good. Yeah, he's starting to figure it out offensively. And let's not forget Christian Royal, two for free. He did some scoring today, too. Yeah, so pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Emmanuel Valdez, he hit – oh, well, he actually just only got hit, but still, yeah. Yeah, so four for two, four for two days from Connor Wong and uh, Verdugo. So yeah, seriously, yeah, Verdugo just keeps on proving that he really deserves that uh, extension. He really does. Yeah. So yeah. Not much else. Just uh, rainy weather. I was kind of thinking too, and they're talking about this too. 
I mean, since we have the lead at this point, the top of the sixth inning, why not just kind of call it? I mean, seriously, at this point, too, yeah, I mean, might as well call it. I mean, it's really bad. I mean, it's getting to the point, too, you kind of start have to start worrying, too, about the player safety, too. And, yeah, and that's kind of – and that's the rule in the MLB, too. Let it go – like, or if it goes to, like, six in, or um, six innings or so, that's when it's an official game and you can call it. Yeah. And ended like an actual official game. All right. But yeah, it's still, I mean, we still got the win and it was pretty good. All right. All right. So final thoughts on the series. Just, man, nothing else. I mean, seriously, just get ready for the Bruins or get ready for um, the Blue Jays series. I mean. <sighs> not much else. Just, yeah. Just a really good series win and just like really good weekend for the most part, except the Bruins lost. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So since doing this podcast, the Red Sox are seven and three against the Cleveland Guardians um, with a 700 win percentage. So pretty good. Awesome. How are we doing against the Blue Jays? Not that I, yeah, we're not going to go ahead here. Ooh. Mm. all right right, so that's it for that all right so we'll go to break and then when we come back we'll talk about what's up on the farm college baseball segment mlb uh standings and then fancy baseball update and then your trivia pursuit question for this episode and then serious look ahead to the blue jay series get ready for those guys yeah and then final thoughts all right all right, we are back to start with uh, what's up on the farm. All right, so Friday score. So the um, Greenville Drive, they played a doubleheader. So in game one, they played against the Hudson Valley Renegades. Unfortunately, they lost 7-4. Um, Bastardo gets the loss. He is 0-3 for the season with a 6.63. All right, all right. Let's talk about this game real quick. All right, so peace. Right. Here we are. All right. So yeah. So he just didn't have good. Yeah, five runs on six hits. Yeah, yeah. Only only walked two, but so yeah. All right. So who was our top hitter in this game? So it looks like um the only person with the multi hits was Blaze Jordan and um Rio, one of, or uh, the catcher for uh yeah one of our catchers. Yeah, but Blaze Jordan did have another home run, his third of the year, fourth of the the fourth inning. So pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. So at this point, the Greenville Drive are 12 and 5. Let's go to game two. All right. Better result this time. They've won 9 to 1. So pretty good. Awesome. Incarnacion, he gets the win. So he's 2 and 0 with a 4.91 ERA. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. Alright, let's see. Let's load, please. Alright. Alright. Alright, so your top perform or well, hold on. Let's go to see how Incarnas. Yeah, so he did oh only gave up one hit, and that was like, yes, yeah, because Campbell didn't give up any hits so far in relief. So pretty good, yeah. Eight Ks. Only a run, and that was yeah. Well, yeah, that was just a run, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much, yeah. Pretty good. And away for Incarnacion. All right. 
All right. So, um, Edwin Parlino had like a three hit game. So he went three for free in this game. So pretty good. Two for two from uh, Lopez too. So yeah, three for two from uh, Nathan Hickey. So pretty good. All right. Paulino had a double, and um, so did Hickey, too. Hickey did have a home run, though. Yeah, Hickey did have a home run his first of the year in the first inning, and then Lopez had his had one in the third inning, so pretty good. Awesome. All right, so that's about it. Well, a couple of stolen bases from Ferguson. Uh, Marcelo Meyer, all right, Marcelo Meyer had a, a stolen base. Yeah, and uh, Edwin Paulino, too, so pretty good. All right, awesome. So the drive are 6-12 and 12 at this point. All right. The um, Portland Sea Dogs, they played against the Erie um, Sea Wolves and won 12 to 3. All right. Spack gets the win. He is 1 and 0 with a 1.0 ER, ERA. So pretty good. Awesome. Right. Mm. <sighs> I know it's Spack, too. Well, he came in relief. Okay, yeah, never mind. Olds, uh, he did not do good, though. Three runs on uh, six hits. Yeah. Only walked to 4.2 innings. Ugh. All right, well, at least back came in relief, so pretty good, at least for him, yeah. All right, and then, so here we are. So offensive players, so um, Nick York went three for five, and also uh, Tyler uh, McDonough, too. Pretty good. Yeah, and also um Tyler Jordan too. So pretty good. Uh, offensive game in this point. A couple of hits from uh Russ or uh Sedan Rafael and uh Nico Cavadas. Add away, add away, Nico Cavadas. Add away. All right. Doubles from Jordan, Mc McDonough, um, York and Sedan Rafael, and a triple by uh Nick York and um Tyler Jordan. And then home runs from uh Tyler McDonough and um, Nick York. So pretty good. Awesome. Um, McDonough's was his second of the year in the first inning. And then uh, York's is his third of the year in the seventh inning. So pretty good. And then a stolen base by Sedan Raffaella. So pretty good. Awesome. All right. So that's it. And the Sea Dogs are 14 and 5 at this point. All right. And the, or in the Worcester Red Sox, they uh, played against the. Scranton Wilkes Bar um, Rail Riders and one five, four to two, so pretty good. Martin he gets the win. He is one and zero. All right, so this is relay half start. Attaway Chris Martin and then Sugard gets the save. So pretty good. Yeah. Well, he had he had to make a rehab start before. Um, yeah, it came back to the actual big league squad. All right. Although right. oh, he did get a blown save though. Ooh, man. All right. Mata, he pitched pretty good. Only gave up three hits, so pretty good. Awesome. That away, Brian Mata. Yeah, only three walks. All right, so pretty good. That away. All right. All right, let's see offensively. All right. All right, Abreu went two for four, and a two for two day from uh, Jorge Alfaro, so pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, I wonder when they're going to call him up. All right. Yeah, as I said, Alfaro had two doubles in this game, and then Abreu had a double. Uh, Nico Goodrum had a home run his first of the year in the fifth inning. And then uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, he hits another one, third of the year in the fifth inning also. All right. And then stolen base by Greg Allen, so pretty good. Tenth of the year, I think. Yeah. 
right. So the Woo Sox are 10 and 14 at this point. Still not good, though. And then the um, Salem Red Sox did not play on Friday. That game got uh, postponed because of uh, weather. They will play a doubleheader on Saturday. So let's go into Saturday's games. All right. All right, and then the port, and then um, so let's see, Saturday. So the Portland Sea Dogs they took on the Erie uh, Sea Wolves and won in extra innings, ten to or uh, in ten innings, t- eleven to ten. So pretty good. Fernandez gets the win. He is one and zero with a zero point zero ERA. So pretty good. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. All right, so Sharp, he did not have that good of an outing, though. Yeah, Sterling Sharp, five runs, nine hits. Ugh. Yeah, not great at all. All right, Miller had a blown save. Well, actually, we got like Webb and Miller have blown saves too. Ugh. Okay, so offensively, so two hits from Sykes and um, York, Nick York. Um, two from Benellis, Alec Benellis, all right. And two from Steven Scott. And uh, two from uh, Tristan Koss, too. Well, three-hit game from um, Tyler McDonough. Yeah, and a couple get hit games from uh, or, uh, Corey Rozier, so pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's see. So doubles from uh, Steven Scott, two from Benellis, um, one from Koss, uh, and uh, two from uh, McDonough. And a triple from uh, Rozier and York. Then home runs from Steven Scott, his first of the year in the sixth inning. Um, Tristan Koss, or Tristan Koss, uh, or Christian Koss's first home run of the year in the sixth inning. And then um, Rozier's home run in the first inning, or first one of the year in the sixth inning. Yeah, all three of these home runs are in the sixth inning. All right, so multi, yeah, back kind of back to back home runs in a way. Um, uh, maybe not. Okay, maybe not. Yeah, no, no. All right, then a stolen bases two from Sykes, so pretty good, awesome, and then a uh, one from Sedan Rafaela. All right. So the uh, Sea Dogs are fifteen and four at this point, so pretty good, or fifteen and five at this point, I should say. Sorry. All right, and then the Worcester Red Sox, they took on the Scranton, Scranton Wilkes Bar uh, Rail Riders and won 7 to 6 in 11 innings, also in extra innings. So a walk off, so pretty good. Faro, he gets the win. He is 2 and 0 with an 8.00 ERA, so pretty good. Yeah, let's walk it off against the Yankees Pharmacists or a AAA team. Yay. All right, that feels good. All right. Um, Walters, he didn't really that ha- or Walter, he didn't really have that good of a game. Four runs on six hits. Ugh, man. And he kind of got beat up a little bit too. Uh, Broadway, he did, or he pitched pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, one or two first innings of reliefs are pretty good. Although he does have a 5.91 ERA. Sheriff, um, okay. Okay. Just one run on two hits. All right. Paletti. All right. Yeah. Kind of came in, yeah. All right. So that's a pitching wise. So offensively, let's see. So Jorge Alfaro had like a three for five day, so pretty good. Um, two for five from a uh, Abreu and uh, 
three for or uh, two for free from um, Greg Allen. So pretty good, awesome. And then uh, a double from Renato Hernandez, a triple or a couple of triples from uh, Jorge Alfaro and um, Greg Allen. And then that's about it. Stolen base by uh, David Hamilton. His uh, two, oh, actually had two, so his 14th of the year, so pretty good. And then Marcus Wilson had a stolen base his second of the year, so pretty good. All right, so the Wu Sox are four, 11 and 15 at this point, or 11 and 14 at this point. Sorry, yeah. All right. Double header. All right, so the Salem Red Sox, they took on the Delmarva Shorebirds and won 5 2 3. All right, so pretty good. Awesome. In game one of this doubleheader. All right. So Cruz gets the win. He's 2-0 and with a 7.79 ERA. All right, that's not good. All right. All right. Okay, let's play. All right. All right. So let's see. Pirellis, Um, he did not. I mean, he had an okay day, just... One one earned run on four hits, walked four, only struck out two. But wait, oh wait, we lost. Whoops, we lost this game. Never mind, five to three. Never mind. Okay, so we lost this game five to three. Yeah, uh, Johnson gets the loss. Okay, one and two. Okay, whoops, <laughs> whoops, that's a big fart on my end. Wow, man, they lost on. Kind of a blown save, kind of a save opportunity, man. All right. All right. So, but despite that, it looks like um probably the only person with oh wow, hold on. Only one hit. Wow, man. And that was a home run by uh Luis Rafi or uh Rafilio, second of the year in the sixth inning off of Cruz. Wow. So we were kind of getting carved up a bit. So we were kind of getting no hit up. And yeah, we could have gotten no hit in this game. Wow. Really? I didn't really look into that. Coffee did have a stolen base, though. Third of the year. In, yeah, third of the year. And oh, uh, Lindino, too. Uh, sixth of the year, too. All right. Well, crap. I totally messed that up. All right. So we're nine and ten at this point. All right. So yeah, we're in Delmar. Okay. That actually makes sense. All right. And then game two, also, we lost that one, four to two. All right, Dean gets the loss. He is a 0 and 1, 8.31 year. All right, sorry about that. Yeah, I totally messed that. Yeah, yeah, that that I I have no excuse for that. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, so Dean, yeah, he did not have a good. Yeah, he didn't even last like an inning. He didn't last the first inning. Got like two runs on two hit or two runs on two hits. Wow. Let's see. Now, so, but a couple of base hits, uh, two from a uh, or uh, two from Miguel Blaze and uh, two from Shishan. So, yeah, so pretty good, awesome. And this is a triple from uh, Miguel Blaze, and that's about it. Hold on, let's see base running. A stolen base from uh, Miguel Blaze and Shishan too. All right, so six of the year from Blaze and then seventh of the year from Shishan. Yeah, hope I'm pronouncing that name right. All right, so the Salem Red Sox are 9-11 at this point after the two-game doubleheader. All right. All right, so the Greenville Drive, they took on the Hudson Valley Renegades and won 17-4. to 
Um, Jones gets the win. He is one and zero with a one point thirty or twenty three ERA. All right. All right. All right. So coffee, he gets, uh, so basically he started in this game and he kind of did give up like, yeah, three runs on five hits. He did struck out 11 though, but yeah, but it didn't last long. 4.2 innings to get the win. Jones came in a relief and yeah, won the game. So yeah. All right. All right let's see. So who offensively? So uh, Mitrov, he had a three for free game, so pretty good. Two for six from uh, Miller. Four for four from uh, Paulino, so pretty good. Three for four from um, Gun or uh, from Gonzalez, so pretty good. Awesome, awesome. All right, and as I said, just a doubles from Paulino. Um, two from Miller, and then uh, let's see, uh, one from uh, Marcelo Meyer, so pretty good. Home run, uh, second of the year for uh, Nathan Hickey in the second inning, and then uh, second of the year from uh, Brian Gonzalez, his uh, yeah, second of the year. All right, then stolen bases, uh, two from Midrov, Chase Midrov, so pretty good. Um, one from Gonzalez, two from Paulino, and then one from uh, Gilberto Jimenez. All right, so pretty good. All right, Greenville Drive, however, are seven and 12 at this point. All right, let's go to Sundays, and we'll wrap, start wrapping it up. Yeah. Man, that literally lasted like, this has almost lasted like 20 minutes. All right, come on, let's go up. All right. All right. All right. All right, and the Worcester Red, or uh, so let's see, Worcester Red Sox, they took on the Scranton Wilkes bar uh, Real Riders and won five to four or five to nothing. So pretty good. Paxton had a pretty good game. Got the win too. One for free. So pretty good. But still has a 7.2 ERA. Getting close to him getting back up here. And what is this? What is this? All right, what the hell's going on here? All right, you know what? Just to save on time, all right. I was going to do the box score too, but it's acting. Yeah, all right. Never mind. All right. All right. So, Wu Sox win. Uh, there are five. They're five or uh, what? One five nothing. At this point, they are 12 and 14. All right. Portland Sea Dogs, they took on um, the area uh, or took on the area uh, Sea Wolves and won in 10 innings again. Extra innings, six to two. So, pretty good. Guerrero gets the win. He's one and oh. Then the Greenville Drive, they took on the Hudson Valley Renegades, but got blown out fifteen to two. They are seven and three or seven and thirteen at this point. Oh yeah, and the our Sea Dogs are sixteen five. I should have said that. Uh, Gambrell gets the loss. He is zero and two with a six point uh or six point uh eighty seven ERA. And then the Salem Red Sox, their game got postponed because of weather. All right. All right. So May. All right. So May the first. So Monday. All right. So let's go over this. So, oh, wait, no games on Monday. Okay, never mind. But next time they play is Tuesday. All right. That's right. They don't play on Mondays. All right. All right. So, um, let's see. Let me do something real quick. I got to go to. 
All right, so the Greenville or uh, Portland Sea Dogs, they will take on the Akron uh, Rubber Ducks in Akron, Ohio. Game one on Tuesday. That game will be at 6.35 Eastern Time, 5.35 Central Time for me. Van Bell will be your starter in that game. All right. Greenville Drive, they'll take on the Asheville Taurus in Asheville on North Carolina. That game will be at uh, 6.35 Eastern Time, 5.35 Central Time for me. No starter has been announced yet. All right. right, And the Worcester Red Sox, they'll take on the Buffalo Buffalo Bisons. I believe that's what they're... Yeah, they are the Bisons. Why did I blank on that? All right. For game one of that series in Worcester, Massachusetts... That game will be at 6:45 uh, Eastern time or Eastern time, 5:45 Central time for me at home. So yeah, and no starter has been announced for the Wolf Sox. All right, and then the or um, Salem Red Sox they'll take on the Fayetteville uh, Woodpeckers in Salem or Salem, Virginia. That game will be at a uh, 7:05 Eastern time, 6:05 Central time for me, and no starter has been announced yet. Or for the Red Sox, as in the Salem Red Sox. All right. So that's it for your minor league um update. Or uh what's up on the farm update. Yeah. It's blank in there. All right. So that's it for that. All right. All right. So maybe we can go over it real quick for uh maybe just try to get as much done as we can. We're not gonna we probably won't go over uh rankings tonight. All right. I, but I do want to look at something. All right. All right, the right state uh Raiders, they are 25 and 18 right now. This is our college baseball segment, if you're wondering. All right. They're 25 and 18 right now with us and 15 and 6 in conference play, but have lost their last game, which was today. All right. All right. So they did not play Friday because of inclement weather. So they played a doubleheader on Saturday. They took game one against the Oakland uh, Grizzlies in Oakland, Cal- or Oakland, uh, Michigan, not. Or Rochester, Michigan, I should say. So they uh won that won the first game eleven to one and took the second game two nothing. Then to or today on uh Sunday they played against um Oakland for the rubber match and lost six to three. So they just only settled for a three to two series win. All right, another conference opponent taken down. All right. So um this midweek, so they will play against Ohio State at home. In Dayton, Ohio, get Nitzwitz uh, Stadium, uh, six or six six a or six p.m. Eastern Time, five p.m. Central Time for me. That's it for Wright State. All right, all right. Central Missouri, they are thirty six and thirteen right now. They wrapped up conference play today, twenty seven and six, and have won three straight games in a row to wrap up the regular season. So pretty good, awesome. Now it's on to the postseason. All right, so um, they played against uh, Florida Hayes State at home on Friday, won the first game on Friday, 9-1. to Then game two on Saturday, they took that game also 11-6. to And then today, they won a very close one, kind of like came down kind of like to the wire two on senior day, but got the job done 13-11 to to wrap up the regular season. And now it's on to conference uh or conference tournament play. All right, so they'll start. It looks like they'll start a um series um against a rot or a Roger State, but we won't go too much into detail on that until next episode, which is on Thursday. All right, so that's it for that. All right, UMass Boston. They are twenty and fifteen right now 
eight and five in conference play and have lost two straight games in the road. They are kind of been not great yet. All right. Let's get into it. All right. So Friday they played a game our conference doubleheader against uh our Rhode Island College at home. And one lost the first game twelve to one in a blowout, and then lost the second game three to one. Not great. And then this week they start uh some play some uh con- or play a non-conference game and a conference game. Conference game on Tuesday against UMass Dartmouth, um, in North Dartmouth, Massachusetts. Three thirty uh Eastern time or three thirty Eastern time start. Two thirty Central time for me, and then. Wednesday they play against Amherst College in Ham in Amherst, uh, Massachusetts. Three thirty time, also two thirty Central time. All right. All right, and then it looks like they play just one more series. Yeah, but we won't go too much in the detail. All right. Then Augustana College, and it looks like they finished off with I believe their regular season conference uh championships are pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. All right, so they're probably yeah they'll be in the tournament. All right, so they're thirty and six right now, thirteen and two in conference play, and are on a twelve game win streak. Yeah, so pretty good, awesome. Old Augustana, the Augies, yeah. All right, so they played against uh, Illinois Wesleyan, which is like a, a a Methodist school here in Bloomington. Normal, they're mostly in Bloomington, but yeah, it's kind of a religious school, D free school. I know few people yeah i know quite a few people that went to that college yeah all right so this is another conference opponent they played them at home in um um rock island moline uh doubleheader took the first game 10 to 2 and won the second game in 10 in, or uh in a double or 10 run rule eight innings 12 to 2 so pretty good took down another conference opponent another cciw opponent all right and then this week Looks like, hold on, how much? Yeah, so they got like literally one le- week left. All right, so Tuesday they'll play um another or they'll play a conference series or play a non-conference game against Monmouth, um at home. This is not the same Monmouth that uh Pat Light went to. No, this is a different one. This is in uh Illinois, home of the Scots. <laughs> home of the Scots. Yeah, that's basically their mascot. All right, hold on, where am I at? All right, all right. So Mama, so that game will be at seven or a seven o'clock Central Time, eight o'clock Eastern Time for yeah, right at home in Rock Island. All right, yeah, this isn't the same. Yeah, all right, NAIA. All right, so or Tennessee Wesleyan, they're forty and seven right now. They finished up conference play this uh, weekend, twenty nine and one, and have finished off with a five game win streak. So pretty good for the old uh. Bulldogs. All right. So they play against St. Andrews on um Thursday. Um start a conference series there um at St. Andrews. Won the first game on Thursday, seven to three, and then played a doubleheader on or well, actually played a doubleheader on Thursday, I should say. All right. They won the first game seven three and took the second game in uh seven innings, two to one. Wasn't because of I don't know, like this rain shortened game, I don't know. But then wrapped up the regular season. Uh, Friday and one ten to seven. All right. All right. I'm gonna go see something real quick. NAIA. When will they announce like conference? Or actually, there's the ACC uh conference. Yeah, Appalachian uh athletic conference. Or oh, crap. Hold on. 
Revelation. Here we are. Because <clears throat> I want to see when their conference. It should be soon. Since this is like basically yeah, the last week weekend of the regular season. They, their conference tournament should be soon. All right. Yeah. Crap. All right. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. All right. So, yes, Tennessee Wesleyan, they win the conference term or regular season. Uh, all right. It looks like May the 1st. Yeah. Or actually, May the 2nd. I should have said May the 2nd. So, looks like Tennessee Wesleyan will not play. Oh, actually, they'll play this week. Okay. Never mind. All right. So, they'll play. Game one or game six of the tournament, and it'll be between either the winner of game two, which is will be between uh St. Andrews and Milligan, which is on Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern time start. And then, yeah, that game on Wednesday, Wednesday will be at 7 p.m. Eastern time. All right. And then, yeah. All right. So that's it for uh Tennessee Wesleyan. Yeah, we're kind of running out of time. All right. We'll go to break and then we'll uh, pick it back up with uh, Florida Southwestern. All right, we're back with Florida Southwestern to continue with our college baseball segment. All right, Florida Southwestern, they're uh, 21 and uh, or 31 and 20 overall play, 11 and 10 in conference play, but won the last game of the regular season. All right, so they won their last game, which is, yeah, as I said. All right, so as I said, they played on Friday, Friday to wrap up the regular season. Non-conference opponent against a A3 Academy at home and won 6-3. Pretty good. Awesome. Then they start conference play or conference tournament play this weekend, but we won't go too much in the detail just yet. Yeah. They were supposed to play a or play a non-conference series against Chipola College, which is where Adam Duvall went to college, junior college. Yeah. Yeah. Our starting center fielder, hopefully. Yeah, they back soon. Yeah, so he went there to college. Yeah. So, yeah, Duvall was a Juco Bandit at one point. All right, Harlan Community College. They're 45 and five, four right now, 23 and – or uh, 20, 25 and three in conference play and have won 22 straight games in a row. Yeah. You just keep on rolling. All right, so they played a series against Danville Area Co- Community College. All right, so um, they played uh, the first doubleheader at home against Danville Area Community College, and uh, won. Took the first game fourteen and six, and the second game eleven to one. All right, I want to see something real quick. One of our for- one of my former uh, Northern Community baseball uh, players, I think, plays for Danville Area Community College. Yeah, they're not really giving me the box scores yet. Ugh, come on now. Yeah. Kind of want to see how Brock Backus did this weekend. He plays for Danville area. Yeah. Kind of want to see how he did this weekend. All right. So they uh, swept that doubleheader at home, and then they went to Danville area or Danville, Illinois, played at old Danville Stadium, which is where one of our favorite uh, summer league teams, the Danville Dance, which – Red Sox related uh kind of knowledge. That's where Mitch Moreland played uh summer ball one one year. Yeah, old Mitchie two bags. Yep. Played for the old Danville Dance. Which also that old stadium, I think that's where they filmed. I think the Babe Ruth, I think the League of Our Own or something like that. They filmed one of those baseball movies. There's why it's called Historic Danville Stadium. 
Yeah. So their high school team, Danville High School, and then uh, Danville Area Community College played their games there. Yeah. So they kind of share their – yeah. And the Danville dance too, yeah, for summer league. Yeah. All right. Summer collegiate. All right. The prospect league. All right. So game, So the second doubleheader in Danville Area – or Danville, Illinois. So first game won 9-4, and then the second game 13-2. So, yeah, conference series sweep. So awesome. Pretty good. And then this week they play against Lakeland College, um, nine inning game at home at the Corn Crib. That game will be at eleven a.m. Um, Central Time, noon Eastern Time. All right, man, early one. All right, early morning baseball. All right, and then yeah, one more week or at least one more conference series this weekend. So pretty good against John Wood. But we won't go too much in detail on that. All right, that's it for Heartland. All right, Tyler Junior College. So they wrapped up the regular season this weekend against Navarro College. All right, so they lost the first game three to one in seven innings, and then lost the second game, and then uh, won the second game nine to four or nine to five. All right, so pretty good. So the split. All right. Oh, we should have gone over uh, records. All right, so they're uh, thirty-one and twenty-five, and um. Overall record, 22-14 and 14 in conference play. And as I said, won, won their last game. All right. So they start um, tournament play region 24 or region. Uh, I'm trying to think of what that is. Region 12 South um, or regional play. So, yeah, they play against. Uh, well, we won't go too much in the shield there. But, yeah, they do uh, play. So they are in the postseason, so I should say, yeah. But yeah, but that starts this weekend. We won't talk about that until next episode. All right, so that's it for our college baseball segment. <clears throat> All right, let's go MLB uh, standings. All right. Man, the Kraken are going to, yeah, they're going to take down the defending Stanley Cup uh, avalanche. Yeah. Well, at least, yeah, well, man, seriously, man, a couple of upsets. Bruins get upset, and now the Avalanche, the defending champs from last year, are going to get, probably going to get upset too. Wow. What a weekend for upset. This is why I will say this too. I mean, as much as it kind of hurts me to say that it does, it kind of does show no matter what your record is in the regular season, it's when you show up in the actual postseason. So, yeah, I wish we would have gone far. But anyway, we'll talk about that in the final thoughts. All right. Uh, American League in the East right now. Still leading the pack right now. And still rolling is the Tampa Bay Rays, 23-6. and six, But they did lose their game today against the White Sox. All right. And then second place, Baltimore Orioles, 19-9. and nine. Really, the Baltimore Orioles are in second place. Huh. All right. And then in third place, the Red Sox, next opponent, the Toronto Blue Jays, 18-10. and 10. All right. So, I mean... Okay, I mean, but then tied for fourth and technically last place is your Red Sox and the New York Yankees with a 15-14 and 14 record. Man, really? This just shows how really tough this division is. Seriously, everybody's above 500. That just blows. That just seems real. Historically unreal. All right, in the Central Division, leading the pack right now is the Minnesota Twins, 17-12. and 12. Behind them in second place is the Cleveland Guardians, 13 and five or four, 13 and 15. 
Behind them, the Detroit Tigers, 10 and 17. And fourth place and struggling right now is the Chicago White Sox, 8 and 21. Ugh. Man, they might be pretty bad this year. All right. And in last place is the Kansas City Royals, 7 and uh, 22. All right. All right, in the West Division, leading the pack right now is the Texas Rangers. They are rolling. Yeah, Evaldi had a pretty good game, a complete game against the Yankees. That was pretty cool to hear, yeah. So, yeah, at a way, take down the Yankees. And they swept them, too. I think I heard they swept them. I think. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, never mind. All right. And you know what? Yeah, let's, just, let's see. Because I kind of want to see. That would actually be pretty funny if they... Got swept by the Rangers. I thought they were the Yankees. I thought they never lose. Yes. They never lose, especially to the Rangers. <laughs> Rangers. Oh, uh, no, no, no. They lost the game. Okay, so they took three out of four. Okay, never. yeah, they played on Thursday, and that was... A... All right. Okay. Because I was going to laugh. They got swept. All right. All right. In second place, or in the second place is the Houston Astros, fifteen and four, fifteen and thirteen. All right, so they're not done yet. So the defending champs aren't done yet. All right. In third place is the LA Angels, fifteen and fourteen. Behind them, the Seattle Mariners, twelve and sixteen. And in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in baseball right now, is the Oakland A's, six and twenty-three. The Oakland Peppers. <laughs> Uncle Tom, why did the Oakland Bat Bar stink so much? I don't know. Your stadium's falling apart. You got possums running around. I don't know. <laughs> You're about to become the Las Vegas A's in the near future in this certain not so seeable fruit or um for, or uh not so or not so far future. Yeah, I should say that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not so far future. Right. Yeah, I don't know, Fox. Yes. You might be uh cheering for the Las Vegas A's in the near future or Las Vegas Bat Bars. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In the National League, in the East Division, leading the pack right now is the Atlanta Braves, 18-9. and nine. They had like two straight postponed games. Yeah. Although they're going to play a doubleheader against the Mets. Yeah, which, by the way, second place, Mets, 15-12. and uh, 12. Behind them in third place, Miami Marlins, 16-13. and uh, 13. All right, they're kind of, yeah, four games in a row for them, huh? Really? The Marlins? Yeah. They play the Cubs this weekend. Wow. All right. Um, they, and then, uh, for fourth place, the Phillies 14 enough or 15 and 14. All right. Pretty good. And then in dead last place is the Washington Nationals 10 and uh, 17. All right. In the central division leading the pack right now is the Pittsburgh pirates right now. Pretty good. Although they did lose a game today, 20 and or they're 20 and nine right now. Um, in second place is the Milwaukee Brewers 10, 18 and 10 behind them. Chicago Cubs 14 and uh, 13 behind them. Uh, Cincinnati Reds 12 and 16 and in dead last place is shockingly the St. Louis Cardinals 10 and 19. Ugh. All right. In the West division leading the pack right now. Well, actually tied for first place right now is the Arizona Diamondbacks and LA Dodgers 16 and 13 behind them. in third place is the San Diego Padres 15 and 14. Behind them, San Francisco Giants, 11 and 16, and in dead last place, and possibly the worst team in the National League right now is the Colorado Rockies, 9 and 20. Yeah. About to say, them and the A's are kind of like battling out for like who has the worst record ever. Yes. <laughs> you know, who finished out? Yeah. Actually, like they're talking about the A's too, less than like 
this is like historically bad. They could be like theoretically the worst team ever in a way. So yeah, I would say you, if you wanted to find out who was worse than them, you would have to like go all the way back to like the 1880s. Man, we're digging up teams from that. Yeah, so let's... Yeah. I want to see something. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. So Holdy had a pretty nice uh, bounce back game, uh, I think on Saturday, I believe. Yeah, so he had a pretty yeah nice ba- bounce back game and relief against in one of the double headers against the Nationals this weekend, I think on Saturday. So yeah, and nice back. Yeah, so he had, yeah he had a pretty ni- nice bounce back game. All right, good for old Holdy. All right, yeah. All right, so that's about it for MLB rank or MLB standings. We're not going to do Red Sox stat leaders anymore, just for the fact it looks a little messed up with this like stats. Like we're missing some stats here. Yeah, but anyway, we we thought you know what, we'll just move on from that. Maybe we'll figure something else out with that to replace that. Okay. All right, let's go over to our fancy baseball update. All right, the last time we talked. Was on so Thursday. So I had Nico Horner and Ian Happ, both of the Chicago Cubs, as my picks for Thursday because last time we recorded was on a Wednesday. All right. So Horner went one for four, and then Ian Happ went two for four, also, or went two for four. So two game history. All right. And then Friday, Friday, I had um match happening of the Toronto Blue Jays and Jaron Duran of your Boston Red Sox. Um, Chapman went two for four, and then Duran went three for four. So four-game hit streak. All right. All right. And then today – oh, hold on. I think we might have messed that up. Hold on. Masa, yeah, hold on. Yeah, because – yeah, re- yeah, hold on. Yeah. We beat the streak on Saturday. Because, uh, so the Nationals and the Pirates had a doubleheader. I think one of those doubleheaders was way early. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, so we had, all right, so we had C.J. Abrams of the Washington Nationals and Masataki Yoshida of your Boston Red Sox. Abrams went one for three, and then um, Yoshida went one for four. So six-game hit streak at this point. All right. Then today I had Alex Verdugo of your Boston Red Sox and Max Muncy of the LA Dodgers. Verdugo went two for four, but Muncy went 0 for four. So history comes to an end. All right. And then tomorrow I have a uh, Sean Murphy of the Atlanta Braves and then uh, Masataki Yoshida of your Boston Red Sox. He might, might as well keep rolling with the uh, Yoshida. I mean, he's on a 10-game history at this point. All right. All right, so here we are. Uh, pick them. Here we go. So, Thursday, I had the Padres taking on the Cubs. Cubs ended up winning that game 5-2. to So, we, yeah, keep on spiraling 9-29 and at this point. All right. Diamondbacks, uh, t- or, and then I have the Rockies beating the Diamondbacks. That was foolish of me. Uh, Diamondbacks won nine to one, so nine and thirty-one at this point. So we keep on uh, spiraling down. And then um, John, I had on Saturday, I had the Giants beating the Padres, and that didn't come true either in Mexico City. That was pretty electric, kind of seeing that down there. Yeah, 
Kind of seen, yeah. All right, so Padres ended up win or win this game sixteen to eleven. Yeah, it was kind of like a lot of hit game, a lot of hits in that game. Kind of a hit parade in that one. So nine and thirty one at this point. So we just keep on spiraling down. And but then today our uh, st- losing streak came to an end as the Red Sox. I picked the Red Sox to beat the Guardians, and that came true. So seven to one. So ten and thirty two at this point, pick wise. With a 300 and a 13 up win or a pick win loss percentage. All right. All right. So that's it. All right. So let's go. All right. So Monday or tomorrow. So for the next four days, you know, so next Thursday or so. All right. We did we do yeah, we did everybody, all right. All right. So I might go. Alright, so the Avalanche lost, huh? Really? So we're gonna get a new Stanley Cup champion this year. I think my guess is it's probably gonna be um I think it's Edmonton. I really feel like the Edmonton Oilers are going to win the whole thing. I really feel like. Now that the Bruins are... Yeah, and now the Avalanche are gone, too. You know what? I, go, I might go uh, Red Sox and Blue Jays in this point. I'm picking the Red Sox. Yeah, because that's the rule. Because we're not betting against... Or uh, picking against the Red Sox. I shouldn't say bet. Yeah. We're not picking against the Red Sox in these, game, in these games. So, yeah. That should be criminal. All right. So Monday will be Red Sox versus uh Blue Jays, and I am picking the Red Sox to win that game. I don't know why. Bur- yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, Barrios has not hasn't been good against the Red Sox lately or in his career. So I mean, might as well start hitting them up. Yeah, start hitting them up. All right. Yeah, might be the only game we do win that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. So Tampa Bay, here we are. Tampa Bay versus uh, the Pirates. So I might be going the uh, Tampa Bay. I don't know why. I feel like right now, two of the best teams in uh, both leagues right now, but I'm going with Tampa Bay just for the fact that they're just the better team. Sorry, Holdy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you might prove me wrong. All right. That's Tuesday. That's Tuesday's pick. Rays beating the Pirates. All right, and then Orioles versus the the or uh, Orioles versus the Royals. That just was not great. That was a tongue twister. All right, so that's Wednesday. All right, so I'm picking the Baltimore Orioles to win this game. Kansas City. All right, and then Thursday. All right, let's see Yankees. Do they play today? Because that, because we're next is the Blue Jays, and okay, Yankees do not play on. All right, hmm, the Twins playing. Yep, they do against the White Sox. All right, I'm picking the Twins to beat the White Sox. All 
Chicago White Sox. All right. So that's all right. So here we are. So Monday, Red Sox beat the Blue Jays. Tuesday, Rays beat the Pirates. Or uh, Tuesday, Rays beat the Pirates. Wednesday, Orioles beat the Royals. And then Thursday, Twins beat the White Sox. All right. So those are my pickums. All right. All right. So that's it for pickum. All right. How much time I got on this recording segment? All right. So we'll start wrapping it up with a uh, fancy and then we'll do our trivia pursuit. And then wrap it up with the next recording segment with our series look ahead to the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Undertaker. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, let's play the Undertaker music while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. All right. Trying to, well, I was blanking here. All right. Here we are. Oh, dude, yeah, here we are. So currently right now, it looks like we are, it's looking good for um our team. We're going to probably get like a second straight win in a row. So three and one so far against Team Spielman. Yeah, so yeah, we kind of like are taking over. Uh, so yeah, we do. I feel like we'll take over first place. Yeah, 179 to 151 right now against Team Spielman. All right, pretty good. All right, so here's a summary. So here's who's been doing so far good for us lately. All right, so Spencer Strider, he keeps on rolling. He's our top performer, 37 and uh 37 points, so pretty good. Uh Brian or uh Brian Reynolds, who just got a con- huge contract extension from the Pirates, he's been doing good, 22 points. Freddie Peralta, 19 points for the Milwaukee Brewers, so pretty good. Rafael Devers, he kind of helped out big for us with our Red Sox, 15 points, so pretty good. David Bednar for uh the Pirates, 14 or 14 points, so pretty good. Uh, Carlos Correa, 12 points for him for the Minnesota Twins. 11 points from Jacob DeGrom, although I had to put him on the IL because, yeah, he yeah got sent down to the 15-day IL. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that might hurt us. Yeah, he's been our t- one of our top performers, um, 11 points. And then Juan Soto of the Padres, 10 points. Yeah. Holy kind of struggled this week. Hmm. That one game against the Dodgers kind of hurt him, too. Yeah, that I can see why. Man, that stunk for him. I thought after he gave up that lead, I thought, oh no, it's been so good as of the season so far. Yeah, he's been kind of lights out this season. So that kind of stunk for him. Like, oh no, he had one bad outing, and <laughs> darn, that has to suck. One pitch away, too. Was it really one pitch away? I don't know. Yeah, I, I was kind of like just yeah, this is. He has one bad outing, and yeah, the man is just. Yeah. All right, so let's go with our trivia pursuit question of the week. All right, so last question we this um we made um the question of who has the best ERA or career record for ERA for the Boston Red Sox. Was it a Smokey Joe Wood, B Dutch Leonard? D- or C, Carl Mays, or D, Pedro Martinez? Here's your answer. Smokey Joe Wood with a 1.99 ERA with the Red Sox. Hmm. All right, all Smokey Joe Wood. Pretty good in that 1912 uh, World Series squad, which was the best team until 2018 showed up. Yes, 
believe for the Red Sox. All right. All right. Who holds the record for most wins in a season? Is it A, or uh, A, uh, Roger Clemens, B, Cy Young, D, Mel Parnell, or C, or, uh, or C, Mel Parnell, or D, Pedro Martinez? All right. Yeah. I can kind of see, I kind of hinted in a little bit too. This could be a double answer kind of deal. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Hmm. All right, you know, we'll have that posted up. All right, you know what? Yeah, all right. All right, so that is it for that. All right. So let's go. All right, so we'll go to break, and then we'll wrap it up with our series look ahead to the Toronto Blue Jays series. All right, so don't go anywhere. All right, we are back to uh, start wrapping up the show with our series look ahead to the Toronto Blue Jays series. Four-game series, and a lot of them are night games for the most part, or at least all of them are night games. All right. So Monday's game, that will be a 6-10 uh, Central Time start, 7-10 Eastern Time. Um, Corey Kluber versus Jose Barrios. All right. So Corey Kluber, he's 1-4 with a 6.75 ERA, and the last time old Kluber pitched was against the Orioles on Tuesday. Um Pitched six innings, gave up a run on five hits, walked nobody, struck out three, and got the win in that outing. It's first of the year because everything else has been L's. All right. Jose Barrios, he's pretty much has struggled against the Red Sox in recent year or in uh recently. All right, he's two and three so far, with 4.71 ERA. Last time he pitched was um against the White Sox on Tuesday. He pitched seven innings, gave up no runs on four hits, walked a person, struck out nine, and got the win in that outing. All right. All right. So let's go over his baseball savant or over the baseball savants. All right. So we all know that Corey Kluber has a fastball, sinker, cutter, changeup, and curveball. And it looks like so far his fastest pitch is the fastball 880. Or and it's a uh, eighty-two or eighty-eight point two miles per hour. All right, it's most used pitch. It's looking like it is the curveball, twenty-eight point six, and or uses 28 six percent of the time. All right, and the most spin rate of any of his pitches. It's looking like it is the curveball, and it has an average spin of two thousand five hundred and uh twenty-nine. All right, Jose Barrios. So we know, so he has a fastball, sinker, and a changeup. And it's looking like his fastest pitch is the fastball, 93.9 miles per hour. All right. Pitch percentage, it is a uh, most used pitch out of all this is the sinker, and it uses 26.2 or 0.1% of the time. And the most average spin rate of any of these pitches, it's looking like it's the fastball, and he it's an average spin rate of 2,207. All right. So that is it for that. All right. So let's go to Tuesday, that game. That game. Well, come on. All right. 
So that game on Tuesday, that will also be a 6-10 uh, Central Time start, 7-10 Eastern Time. Um, Tanner Haug, the Collinsville, Illinois native, versus uh, Yoshi Kikuchi. All right. So Tanner Hauck, he's 3-1 right now with a 4.50 ERA. Last time he pitched was against the Orioles on Wednesday, and he did not pitch pretty good. All right, so he pitched five innings, gave up three runs on seven hits, walked two, struck out two, and got the loss in that outing. All right, Yoshi Kikuchi, he is 4-0 with a 3.0 ERA. Last time he pitched... See, last time he pitched was on Wednesday, also against the White Sox, 5.2 innings, no runs on four hits, walked a person, punched out eight, and got the win in that outing. <clears throat> All right, so he had a pretty good outing, too. All right, so baseball savant page. All right, so Tanner Houck. So we all know that he has a fastball, sinker, cutter, slider, and split ball. Yeah, that's a yeah, fun little pitch. All right. So it looks like his fastest pitch is the sinker, and it's 94 miles per hour. All right, most used pitch. It's looking like it's the sinker, and he uses it 30 or 30.4% uh, of the time. All right. And then the average spin rate out of any of those pitches, and it's looking like it is the sinker, and it have an and it has an average spin rate of two thousand six hundred and one. All right, Yoshi Kikuchi. All right, so um, he has a fastball, slider, changeup, and curveball, and it's looking like his most or his fastest pitch is the fastball. And it's ninety five point four miles per hour. All right. Pitch percentage, how many times he uses a pitch. All right, it's looking like his fastball is the most used pitch, and it's not any used at 90 or 39.9% of the time. All right. All right, the average spin rate, it's looking like his uh the most average spin rate out any of these pitches, it's looking like it is the curveball and it has an average spin rate of 2,421. That's it for that. All right. So game three on Wednesday. It's looking like it's going to be the same time as usual. Yep. 610 uh Eastern or Central Time starts, 710 Eastern Time. Ends against Nick Pavetta versus you love him, you know him. It's TBD. We don't know yet. Yeah. All right. So at least we'll go over Nick Pavetta. So he's one and two with a five point eleven ERA in the last time he pitched was on a Friday against the Guardians. Pitched five innings, gave up four runs on five hits, walked two, struck out five, and got the loss in that outing. All right. So, yeah, Nicky Smooch is better uh, pitch well in this game. All right. So, we'll go over just only his uh, baseball savant because we don't know about the other person. They're, yeah. All right. So, we all know he has a fastball, cutter, slider, changeup, and curveball. And it's looking like his fastest pitch is the fastball, and it's 94 miles per hour. All right. Most used pitch, and it's looking like it's the fastball also, and he uses 52.9% of the time. All right. And then the average spin rate out of any of these pitches, it's looking like it's the – oh, actually, no, it's the curveball, and it has an average spin rate of 2,779. That's it. That was a quick baseball survival 
look ahead. All right, this one might be quick too because yeah, hold on. So Thursday, it's looking like it'll be a five ten start. So a five ten Central Time, six ten Eastern Time. Brian Bayo versus you love him, you know him. Once again, it's TBD. We don't know who it is yet. All right. So Bayo, he's 0-1 with a six or the six point fifty seven ERA. Last time Obeo pitched was on Saturday against the Guardians. Pitched five innings, gave up a run on uh, five hits, walked two people, struck out six, but got the no decision in that outing. All right, so Brian Bayo. All right, so we don't know who the other guy is, so we'll just go over Bayo's uh, pitch arsenal. So we all know he has a fastball, sinker, slider, and curveball, or or sinker or a fastball sinker slider and changeup. all right it's looking like his fastest pitch is the fastball and it's has and it's 95.9 miles per hour all right most average uh pitches they use all right looking like it's his, his most used pitch is the sinker and he uses 33.2 percent of the time all right and then average spin rate it's looking like um he uses or uh, he uh, it's a slider and it's a two and it's a has an average spin rate of two thousand four hundred of thirty four. Yeah, here we are. So that's it. All right. So let's go what the weather is going to look like in Boston. What is the what's the weather? Yeah, really. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, they're in a gale warning. Yeah. All right, so Monday night, mostly clear skies, 48 degrees, 10 to 20 mile per hour winds, but a 24% chance of rain. All right, Tuesday, ooh, man, we're getting some, uh, well, it's in the morning or earlier in the day. All right, get out of your ad. All right, no one wants you. All right, all right, so Tuesday, however, it looks like they could play, they are going to play this game. Cloudy, 46 degrees. 5 to 10 mile per hour winds, but a 24% chance of rain. All right. All right. Wednesday night. Ooh, they might get some showers. They might not play on Wednesday. All right. Showers early becoming steady light rain late. 44 um, or degrees, 10 to 15 mile per hour winds, and a 70% chance of rain. Ring a raincoat. All right. Then Thursday night. All right. Same thing. Cloudy with showers. Uh, ten, 5 to 10 mile per hour winds, um, 50% chance of rain, 44 degrees, yeah. Well, all right, we might get, begin some games called. I don't know. Maybe. All right, so that is it for the weather. All right, final thoughts, just, just watching the Bruins just blow a 3-1 series lead. That just stunk so much. That's the one championship that didn't happen really stung. Just the fact that just seeing how they had like a record-breaking season. They were kind of like the 96 Bulls of the NHL in a way. Like they were just breaking records. And now now knowing the result of this series and how they blew a free one lead to the Panthers. The Florida Panthers. I know they're Miami's hockey team, but still. Why? (laughs) Just, they just have dudes on that team that just really want to punch so far. I hope they do not go far. I hope they get. I hope the Toronto Maple Leafs make sure that that doesn't happen. 
Yeah. Which by the way, yeah. First series win or playoff series win in almost 20 years. Wow. 2004 was their last one. Wow. That's a lot. Wow. That, that just, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Good for them at least. Yeah. Hopefully the blue, but not the Maple Leafs will take care of them. Yeah, I almost call them Blue Jays. Well, the Toronto Blue Jays are in the same city as the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It kind of does show that just because you have the better record of anybody else and have a record-breaking season, it doesn't really matter until you actually are hoisting the damn cup or hoisting the damn trophy. That's why I was kind of like, even in 2018, even though the Red Sox had a really cool record-breaking season, I knew it wasn't going to matter until we won the whole freaking thing. And they did. Although some people still want to consider that now. Yeah, really seriously. Like, Evan Derelic. Like, even though all the findings have come out and said, like, yeah, the Red Sox didn't really do really a lot of what anything close to what, what the Astros were doing or something like that. Evan Derelic still says, well, they're still cheated. <laughs> yeah, even Mookie, yeah, seriously. Well, there was cheating, but we at least we didn't do it in the postseason. Oh, my God. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know. But still, yeah, it's just – and no, knowing for Don Sweeney, I really feel bad for him, too. He did whatever he could to just put a talented group together, knowing that this could be the last ride for someone like a Patrice Bergeron, which, by the way, we did see a text alert saying that he's going to think it over about next season. So this kind of – was kind of maybe the last dance for him. Uh, the captain. Yeah. In a way, yeah. Uh, and someone like uh, David Krejci, in a way, he scored tonight, too. And also, um, Marshan, we don't know what's happening with him, too. I mean, this could be the last ride for these three, too. Yeah. Well, if it is, I am glad that they finished it out as Bruins. And they did get one cup at least. But still, sometimes one cup doesn't really mean. They should have two, quite to be honest. Actually, three. Three, technically. We should still be playing by now. Heck, we should be getting ready to face the Maple Leafs right now. That just stunk so much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 2013, I mean, you can guess, okay, yeah, we faced the Blackhawks, and the Blackhawks are pretty good. We're good, and we're a juggernaut then. But the Blues in 2019, there was no way. those That team shouldn't even have been in the postseason to begin with. The fact that, I mean, it's still kind of incredible to see them kind of bounce all the way back. But still, I mean, seriously, they were not to project to win that whole fucking thing. It's just so dumb. Just, why? Why sometimes? And it kind of shows, too, out of the two... Teams right now that are battling for a championship right now. Not saying the Celtics won't get it done, even though they kind of did it. That scared me too in the Hawksters, which, by the way, they got finally took care of business in that. They did win on Thursday. We forgot that. Yeah, well, I mean, they got won the game on Thursday and we hadn't we recorded on Wednesday. So, anyway, yeah, they won their series against the Hawks. So, at least for that, at least they took care of business in the Hawks because almost, yeah, I was going to be that situation too. Had 3-1 lead and then basically said, oh, here, Hawks, we don't need to win the thing this year. You can have it. You can go on to the next round face the 76ers. Yeah. But they went on a 12-0 run against the Hawks in game six, and they just never looked back afterwards. Yeah, well, they made you worry in game six. Yeah, but yeah. So on to the 76ers for uh, the conference semifinals. All right. 
Hopefully you get done. I heard MB was um kind of struggling here. Patriots made a couple of draft picks um this week. Wait this weekend. So yeah, uh, Christian uh Gonzalez. I kinda like that. The cornerback out of uh Oregon. Yeah. Got a couple of kickers and a punter too. Yeah, Michigan dude. Or the guy they got out of Michigan State, that that dude like just has that look. Yeah, just has that mustache, wears the glasses, just like, all right, I mean, yeah. You can go with this dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of thinking they would just get like a defensive or a um guys for the defense and basically just on the old line too, because as I feel like that was more, yeah. You were acting like they were going to get a quarterback. That I don't want a quarterback. I mean, seriously, we got Mac Jones. I mean, seriously, but still, I mean, yeah, Mac Jones. I mean, is what it is. But still, I mean, seriously, Bailey Zappy. Yeah. So yeah, it just stunk for the Bruins because out of those, out of the two, them and the Celtics, I was kind of banking on the. Bruins to win the whole thing just for the fact that how great of a record breaking season they had. Just it just stunk. Now that whole season now doesn't really mean anything now. Oh, will in the record books, but I mean just the fact that just they didn't get it done at the end. Just the fact is it really stunk. And they lost in an epic fashion too. Like a they had three one lead and they just said, hey, here we go, Panthers. We don't really know we need to win the cup. That really stunk. Yeah, they were just not. They just after game five, or after game game four, I should say game four. They just just decide, you know, we're just not going to come and play now. Yeah, which really stunk. Yeah. Well, at least Celtic, uh, Glasgow Celtic, they took care of business this uh, weekend in the Scottish Scottish Cup uh, semifinals. Yeah, we're talking about football, football, yeah. Glasgow FC, yeah, Glasgow Celtic FC, yeah, yeah. They took care of business against uh, Glasgow Rangers. Yeah, basically ended those uh, asshole season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, we took care of Sevco. Yep, yeah, took care of those uh, assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, watched the game on ESPN Plus. That was pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. One nil victory. Shot up. Yep, Jada, he took care of business. Our superstar from Portugal, he basically, uh, yeah, it was like a really weird play too. Like, because Rangers, they were like, they had the ball, they took it back, but then like they just turned it over. And then um, Maeda, one of our uh, Japanese stars, basically uh, turned or uh, kicked it over to uh, Jada. He basically just headbutted it in. And like, yeah, that was, yeah. In the 42nd minute of the game, like basically uh, three minutes until halftime, that was pretty neat. And they, Celtic just never looked back. Like, Rangers kind of made a couple of chances attacking Chazens too, but like kind of made a little bit close. But yeah, I mean, they couldn't get the ball in. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. Celtic Glasgow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bye bye, Huns. <laughs> yep. Bye bye, Sevco. Have fun. Yeah, I was about to say. Yep. They're lost. They pretty much lost out on everything. Now I just about to say. League Cup, probably the league, probably the league, but still, yeah. And then the Scottish Cup right now, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you don't know by now, we're Glasgow Celtic FC fans. It's just, yeah, because the team 
was supposed to be or supposed like was originally founded as a team for the Irish in Glasgow, Scotland, in the East End. Yeah, I think it started as like a, actually a charity um uh project and stuff like that. It's just like just and they just turned it into a pro team and they just racked up titles and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, first British team or first team from that part of the Europe to win the European, which is today's the Champions League title back in 1967. That was pretty neat. Yeah, but we haven't won it since then. We have won domestic championships like the Scottish Cup, League Cup, and the League, but yeah, just haven't won Europe yet lately. Yeah, not since that uh, glorious May the 25th day in 1967 in old Lisbon. Yeah. In the heat of Lisbon. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it. I mean, pretty good series so far because you know what? Looking down the road now, at least for this week, guess who's coming to town? The Blue Jays, and they don't mess around, especially since last year. I mean, seriously. Yeah, they've been, yeah, I was about to say, they've been smacking us around too. They got guys, I mean, seriously, they've kind of had a little bit of their problems too, but at least, yeah, their pitching is pretty good now, and their offense is pretty good too. Even though, yeah, that's what I mean about this whole division. This is why I'm so glad we're playing less of our division this year and more like interleague play and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, yeah, seriously, knowing what happened last year and how we couldn't get a serious win or even like a win against a division opponent, yeah, that would be great if we just like just played less of them. Yeah. All right. So that's about it. All right. We're going to call it a night. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Spotify. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on uh, TikTok at red under, or at lowercase socks Illinois. Then follow the show on Instagram, also lowercase socks Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. Um, follow the or join the chalkboard page. Um, links in our. Uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram pages, and then follow the show on Spotify. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys Thursday night. Bonyana.